Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Talking Functional Fitness. My name is Charlie Rydell, and on today's episode, we have what may be our most important topic we ever have or may ever cover. Myself, April, and Anne sit down and talk about women in fitness. We talk about our experiences in either being or seeing women in fitness. We talk about it from a male and a female point of view. So whether you are like me, a ignorant male who may have never had to deal with a lot of these issues that we bring up, or maybe you're a woman looking to get into fitness for the first time or anywhere in between, this is going to be the perfect episode for you. So sit back and I hope you enjoy Women in Fitness. How's it going? Hey. 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 First time seeing each other. I know. We're doing this on Zoom now. Yeah, man. All right. I'm going to get right into it. Today, we're going to chat about the awesome topic of women in fitness. Kind of the challenges, the barriers, and anything in between. Welcome to my TED Talk. So to kick us off, I'd love to learn a little bit about your past experiences in the gym and what women's workouts looked like there. Anne, do you want to? Yeah, so I did sports in college and had, obviously, we did weight stuff there. We're in the weight room and stuff. But I know nowadays for high schools, a lot of girls teams are getting into the weight room. When I was in high school, that was like, nope. It was the football team and I think maybe the wrestling team. They were always in the weight room and we never even got a chance to go in there. So I never grew up lifting weights. After college, the gyms that I knew about were the Planet Fitness, the the Lifetimes, the, I don't know, what other, the global gyms basically. So I went and joined Lifetime and it's the same thing where I hear a lot of people when they go to that a gym like that is I ran on the treadmill. I wandered around the weights, not really knowing what to do and took a lot of the spin classes or the aerobics classes or whatever trend was happening at the time. And it was always mostly women taking those classes. It was mostly women on the cardio machines as opposed to hardly any women in the weight machines or especially with the free weights. It was very rare to see that. So my gym experience was always seeing these skinny women that looked really, they looked good. It was like a a view that I probably never would ever see of me or forget to, I don't even know if I really wanted to be that look, but it was like they had their cute outfits on, their cute boobs, their cute butts and <laughs> just so cute they were all cute and they would do their little classes and or run on the treadmill I mean I used to see these women like a lot of them would go, stay on I remember this one girl she was on the elliptical I swear to god for hours and was just a rail and I was like oh my god is that it so that was kind of my gym experience what about you Charlie what did your past experiences in the gym look like so my past Pretty similar to Anne. I spent time in the weight room in high school, a little bit in college, and also very similar. It was mostly guys. Some guys training for sports. Some guys training for just general health and fitness. But typically in high school and college, that hasn't really started yet. Really, until you get to the workforce, 
And then afterwards, it was a lot of regular Globo Gym anytime. Never Planet Fitness, thank God. But um, I've actually worked at Lifetime for a couple of years. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I am better than that. Right. I, don't, I don't have that on my resume. No offense to uh, Mr. Planet Fitness himself or anybody who's ever been there. But it is it, in ways. I think it's very similar to what Anne has experienced. It there was. It's in my experience pretty stereotypical. Women workouts. What you would think. A lot of cardio machines. A lot of classes. Not too often would you see women out on the weight training floor either without a trainer or without some other class or support system or without you know like other girls together it's almost always been like that i think where my experience maybe differs and it might be one of these things where i forget what it's called but it's this effect where like if you're looking for you know black f-150s all you see is black f-150s i don't know if that's why and only saw cute girls with your words, cute boobs, but I've, I've seen women of all shapes and sizes and that's what I, I don't know, I'm looking at or for different things when I'm there, but I would, for the most part, I would reverberate what Anne said. It's outside of CrossFit. It's been, what I would consider pretty stereotypical. I uh, ring the same bell. I've had similar experiences there. As we dig a little deeper, what if any misogyny have you been around or been faced with while in the gym? I haven't had a ton of that experience. I've had a few. I think I've always been kind of like with you, April, we've talked about this, not like, I don't even know how to put it. So I haven't experienced a lot of them. I have experienced some in high school. I was into sports and I remember a lot of in the gym class, they would call me, a couple of these guys called me Brutus and I hated it. I thought it was so awful. And especially for a girl in high school, like, it was awful. And then when I got to college, kind of the same thing, more of like the, like you're a beast or one of the guys or something. I don't know, some stuff like that. As far as like sexual comments, only a handful, maybe if that kind of later down the road, but I've had it. I've had some. I think back when I was in the fire academy and I was one, I think there was another girl in my academy. So it was a me and probably 30 guys hmm. and the two instructors. There was one instructor there that now that I think back and he was kind of a little like eh, pushing the limits a little, but nothing that I would report or anything. In a derogatory way or in like a sexual way? But no, no, yeah, like he, it was almost like, because I think because I was the only girl, so I think he kind of, or me and another one, but kind of was one of those that, I wouldn't say special treatment, but always had a comment or two, but not about me, just kind of... Went on a way to make sure that like it was known that you were a woman. A woman, kind of, yeah. So it was kind of annoying. And then there was, so on the opposite, there was another instructor there who was very positive woman. So that, I guess, maybe kind of balanced it out for me back then, not even thinking, but, and then kind of later in life now at gyms and stuff, I mean, I've had a few comments said to me that I didn't really stand up for myself kind of thing, which I wish I would have, as opposed to if, if that would happen to me now, I think I kind of come into my own where I could feel like more confident. 
It, that's funny that you, like we're talking about women in CrossFit and we're talking about similar experiences. You were telling a story about the instructor and you're getting to the point and Ape helped you out. And I had no idea how to finish, to help you finish a sentence. And Ape was like, oh yeah, I've been there before. Like this is, this is something that I've gone through too. So I, I think that that's why I am interested in, in sitting in on this is because you guys have similar things that have happened that I don't, they don't happen to me because I'm not a woman. That's very true. But then also having a man present in this conversation is also super helpful for kind of getting that perspective on the other side or what we don't see. So I think that it's really cool to have the full picture. Oh, thank you. Just with April being able to finish that, it's funny that I'm sure almost all women probably have had that experience. Yeah. Where yeah. You don't even think about it. It's just life. Like that's just what happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm know, sure like, most women were in your guys' situation or most guys yeah. are like me. Like, I have no idea where this story is going to end up. Is there some night Shyamalan twist? We're pretty, we're pretty naive to a lot of things. Charlie, any experiences being around any misogyny? In oh, your no. <laughs> nope. Totally uh, been around the Saints the whole time. Sorry. Next question. Perfect angel. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've been in a locker room or two and I've heard guys say things about girls and women that they wouldn't say to their faces. It's kind of what you would expect some of the worst case scenarios to be, positive and negative, kind of upsetting thinking back on it and kind of like what Ann said, but from a very different standpoint, like kind of wish I would have said something, but you don't know if it's it's something you want to get involved in, but kind of makes me upset being complacent to some of those things. As far as have I ever said anything like that? Yes, I'm sure I have. Never on purpose. I don't think anything from the extreme standpoint. I think I've actually, because this has been it, my job for so long, I haven't sexualized women at my workplace. And I know that sounds weird. Like I don't think most guys have to say that. But as a personal trainer or a coach and some somebody in the fitness field, I just it's been my job for so long that like when I get in there, whether I'm working out or I'm working, my professional hat is on, and I don't really think about it that way. I'm sure when I was younger, I probably said some things that I would regret. I. I know even probably, not even probably, I'm trying to, I'm trying to water it down. I, I know past that I've said derogatory or misogynistic things. I've said the P word. I've said the B word. And it's one of those things that it's so, it's been so ingrained in me for so long. And it's, I still have to think about when I want to say, you know, I don't want to be weak or I don't want to show emotion. I have to think of other words other than the P word or say, oh, don't be like a girl. It still takes me a second to kind of get past these things. And that. That in itself is upsetting. I think I've evolved as a person. And I think yeah, it's it's it sucks that I can admit to it. I've accidentally been on the giving end of something hurtful, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think that that's super relatable. I think that a lot of people have just kind of been brought up away. And even on different topics, we say things without really thinking about what our words mean or how they impact people. So kind of taking a second to realize that and make yourself better is awesome well i think we can all go down that boat or down that boat down that path (laughs) down that boat (laughs) hop on the boat go on down down that path i'm really not drunk drunk you said that we shouldn't have said i can say fun (laughs) i I appreciate you guys coming I appreciate you guys coming to my defense. So just to kind of echo what you guys shared, like I've had similar experiences to Anne kind of growing up in high school. I I was often considered like one of the guys called like a beast in the weight room or my my people's favorite motto was to say, ape, you're the man. Just to kind of, it was not, 
I didn't think that people had negative intentions. It was really people just trying to like compliment my strength or my athletic ability. But especially in some of those vulnerable stages of life, those things, even with good intentions, can really impact you, change the way you think about yourself, or even like what you choose to do in the future. So I think that those were pretty impactful. But then also in college, I was an athlete in college, and there was a lot of structural discrimination, I would say, against or towards women's sports, just because at a big university, a lot of the attention and focus was on men's athletics. So because they're the revenue, you know, they're the revenue bringers. And I think that a lot of importance was put on that and taken from women's teams. So we faced a lot of struggles in college just from being women's sports. And I think that they're making a lot of progress with that. And I'm very thankful for Title IX and other things that are helping women's sports come along. But there's a lot of room still to improve. Yeah. And even taking another kind of sidestep, I think that it, I think that women can be negative to other women. I had some experiences on my team in college where I had like a bully teammate who just like broke other people down to build herself up and would make comments about my body image to try to make herself feel better. And I think that those things, I mean, fall in this category too of things that really impact how women think about themselves kind of regardless of who is speaking. For sure. And I mean, I think we all can, I mean, I've probably said some mean stuff about women growing, you know, when I was younger. And I think we all hit that age of like, we're dumbasses and like, we're not, we just don't get it yet. Or some people still don't get it, but I think people love to put people in a box. So, you know, girls have to be this way and boys have to be this way. And so we just kind of, a lot of times, especially when we're younger, we buy into that theory of Let's put each other in a box and say, you know, women should be skinny and, you know, this way and guys should be this way. And so you go through all these stages of life and wanting different people's approval. And so you're into high school, one group, you want their attention. And so you'll mold to them and, oh, I'm going to, I mean, we've seen movies about it. Like you, you become the quote mean girl or not necessarily you, but you know what I mean? Like you, you want to impress these people. And sometimes you're at a stage where you're very vulnerable and you're like, Oh, I'll say, I'll say stuff to kind of get into that popular group or whatever. And hopefully we evolve and realize it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know what you're actually saying when you're growing up again, growing up, I can't tell you how many times I heard or said, you know, you hit like a girl, you throw like a girl, don't be a girl, or if you're being weak, the P word. I know that when I said it, that's not what I, I didn't, I know what I was saying was to be weak. I knew that's what I was saying, but I don't think I ever correlated that to women. It's very obvious how if I was a woman and I heard those and I could connect the two very obvious dots, that would be super hurtful. Yeah. And I don't think I ever heard from another... I don't know if I was smart enough to not say it around other women. I don't know if other I mean, girls at that point, I don't know if other girls were strong enough to stand up for themselves. I don't know if they knew what they were hearing. I don't know if they were just used to hearing it. That's, yeah, to, that's a thing. I mean, I heard that all growing up, like girl push-ups. You hear yeah. that all the time. Right? We still hear it. I hear it on a weekly like basis. And it didn't, it didn't, growing up, I just thought, oh, that's what it is. Like, that's what yeah. you call them. Yeah, like, and I hear it from girls too. I hear from yeah, I hear yeah, from women at the gym. You're saying, so "Oh, annoying. I'm just gonna do girls pushups." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's that's why I I cringe when I hear that. I'm like, does it? That's not what that. That's not what that. That's not what that word's supposed to mean. Don't use right. that word when you mean another word. Right. It's not here. I am as a 
recovered addict on my soapbox about don't use these <laughs> words, but I, I'm, I'm glad the internet did not exist at a time when I was growing up because if it did, probably wouldn't be in the positions that I am. I don't want to get off the topic of misogyny just yet because you guys have said some things that probably didn't alert your red flags, but when you guys say things like men have said things to you like you're a beast, I definitely know that I've said that to probably at least you two, if not other women in our gym recently. Is that not something that guys should say to women? Because if so, I've got to end this phone call and I've got to write a couple <laughs> emails real quick. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's, it's, a, it's a fine line. It's a tricky spot. But in my personal experience, I can speak for myself and not for all women because we're all different. But I think that it comes down to trust a lot of times in the relationship that you have with that woman. So I don't think you, Charlie, would walk up to like a girl that you've never coached or had an interaction with and be like, yeah, you're a beast. Like, because <laughs> you, you just don't know how she would receive that. But for Anne and I, you have a relationship, a pretty deep relationship built, you know, um, kind of what motivates us and things like that. So for you, that's completely fine and okay speaking for okay. myself for you to say things like that because i know where you're coming from maybe just know how to judge the relationship before you start yeah. stuff that might be just good life advice too right and i mean everything's trial and error so i mean if you see someone <laughs> yeah. learn from my error really <laughs> don't try it mean face be like oh wow like hey here's a i can apologize and kind of not go down that path again yeah i agree with you because but it also is kind of like you said uh, where you're at too and like if this happened in high school people called me that brutus or beast i was like devastated because i'm like high school you're at this weird stage where you're not happy with how you look or i mean unless you were that perfect person in high school right. which was not me yeah. oh, charlie's pointing <laughs> they can't see that you don't have to point that out <laughs> oh i do i have um, picture, i have pictures of me in high school you would yeah. die laughing if you saw them i found your old facebook page oh yeah and- uh, high school picks on there I think made me laugh. there's so i was sorry not to get off dan's point but i was this height in high school <laughs> I, I i came in my freshman year weighing 135 six foot and a half Ooh, it was pretty it was, i was pretty intimidating i can't remember the last time i weighed 135 <laughs> i think it was I'm sorry continue but anyway so back then yeah like uh but now i think i'm more confident and doesn't affect like april said it's all personal it if someone called me a beast, it doesn't offend me or anything right now. But again, it's where I'm at in life too. And you don't right. know, like she was saying, yeah. how another woman is going to take it. Yeah. The more I think about it, I think they, like they say in the workplace, like if you have any doubts about the outfit you're going to wear to work, then like don't wear it. Yeah. If you have any doubts about someone taking the things you're going to say wrong, maybe don't say it. If you have a strong enough relationship, you know they're fine with it, then that's okay. But there's always other ways to communicate that same thing without using a word that could be a trigger. So when you're saying you're a beast, you're really trying to give that girl kudos for being so strong. You could just be like, you're killing this workout. You're like so strong. Yeah. yeah. You know, use words that describe what you're saying rather than things that could be offensive. Yeah, because you can't control how other people are going to receive it, but you can definitely control the output. How do you guys feel about just some other potentially derogatory misogynistic statements? If you hear a guy saying, or I'm just going to do the girls' weight today, how does that vibe with you guys? 
For me, it's dependent on the guy. I guess it doesn't offend me as much. It depends, it depends who says it kind of thing. Like if, if it's someone that is, I guess there's a way you don't have to say, like you can say I'm going to scale it as opposed to I'm going to do the girl weight. Like, oh, I'm not mm. going to go hard today kind of thing. But then I also have heard guys say it and, and I don't, they don't mean it the way they think they, that it comes out. And so, and I don't I think know, it goes back to the girl, pu- the girl push up concept is like, that's, there's another way yeah. to say it that says what you mean. Say, I'm going to modify right. my workout today, or I'm going to do a scaled version. Like that's what you're saying without making it something else. I, I've heard it from different people. And I think we can maybe envision different people, even just from our gym that have said it. And I, I sit between you guys and it's not for me to interpret. And I fully understand that. But when I interpret it from some guys, especially during the open, when I hear a guy say, I'm going to do the girls weight, I'm going to be a strong CrossFit girl and see how I go up against these elite RX CrossFit females. I'm going to, and knowingly they're going to get their butts kicked. I feel like then it's almost a, not a tribute, but something along those lines but i do i, I do ape still agree with you 100 that yeah there there's a better way to say that if i have to explain that and what i meant i probably should have just said it that way or find a better way to say it yeah i got a good one for you guys how about i'd be faster too if i did a lighter weight if somebody says that well i think that that comment specifically it removes the the chance that someone has like good intention it's, yeah it's, it's almost yeah purposefully being it's, douchey. Very, it's yeah. very purposeful to say like i think you had an upper hand because you had a girl's weight or a i hear that a lot yeah I don't and guys. that's coming from a place of pride and cockiness yeah these guys trying to trying to defend their i don't know defend their honor like they got they got beat by a woman and like oh it'd be faster if i did better wait too which is i think this is one of the great things about our about our sport about our fitness program is it levels the playing field across genders that's what allows us to work out next to each other when i don't think there's a lot of other fitness programs or sports that that do what about like straight up compliments so i'm a guy i hear on an hourly basis about some girl's pants from another girl They're like <laughs> girl those pants are so cute <laughs> and if i think those pants are cute i come from a place of like i'm so like hyper paranoid about being professional on. I think it's why I get exhausted at night because my, my head beams are on the entire night. But I just don't say it. But it, is there a way that a guy could give a compliment to a girl like that? And it, and it just like, it, it, it'd be a genuine compliment. Is there a safe way or is it another one of those things like probably just don't? I want to ask, I want to answer your question with a question because I'm, this is true. Do guys really think like that? Because I know. Because <laughs> I know women think like that but i don't know i, I haven't had personal experiences with men actually like thinking like an, an outfit, outfit is cute <laughs> i don't like, know if i've ever to me, i would automatically think that that would be a sexual comment whereas yeah. if it's not then that's not a that's not inappropriate but well just... but it's the receiving end talking about right, output perception. i don't know if i've ever thought if an entire and i don't mean to like try to masculinize this thing because i don't i don't think we're under the illusion that i'm hyper masculine i've never thought of an entire out i think i've maybe said like a shirt or shoes or pants i think there's so many women in our gym that wear black leggings that a lot of them look the same especially during the winter or when somebody wears something that's not or especially for somebody who just does wear dominant black leggings are almost the same thing if somebody changes it up I'm gonna let Ann answer. Well, I oh, I it's funny because Lee will come like he's told me like he's come home from a workout and he's like I like someone 
but I didn't tell him because I wasn't sure like if that's appropriate or something. Or like their outfit? Something. I don't even know if it was their outfit or like he thought they were looking like more fit or, but he yeah. won't say it. He, I don't yeah. know how to say it. I, uh, should I say it? What should I say? Stuff like that. So it's the outfit stuff. <laughs> the outfit stuff. Because I always, I've gotten girls and I like like it's flattering oh your pants are cute or oh your butt looks cute today from a girl i would mm-hmm. never like expect a guy to say i mean i've like shirts and shoes like you said like yeah oh, yeah i like your shirt and I, I don't i don't know yeah it feel weird if someone was like oh you look really good in those pants yeah it's, it's- i think it all comes down it's so individual i think it all comes down to like yeah. how we view ourselves as women and what like our insecurities are and things like that because yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that I would have a different experience with someone talking about like leg. Like, I don't really have like, <laughs> I don't really have like a butt at all. So like, I don't feel like if someone said anything about my pants, like I wouldn't feel like it. I don't know. I think I'd feel differently if someone said something about a different thing. And I think that that's just like individual experience. You have legs for days, April. So that is. People you're are gonna notice your pants. You're making my you're making my point for me in real time. So my knee-jerk reaction was to compliment Ape and help her feel good about how she looks and say something like about the legs or the butt. But the filter that I have allows me to not say those things. And you being a woman, you can say, Ape, you have legs for days, or you can say something about Ape's butt. You can say verbatim the same the same thing and it's just it's just different and i think that's this is no past the guys but I, I think this is what makes it tough for men to be a source of um encouragement encouragement for women yeah because it can be seen as a sexual comment or something inappropriate we live in a sexualized culture. threat yeah. yeah and that's and it's just guys i i don't know all the answers but i think we, do, I think we just got to kind of bite the bullet on this one but i think again this is not to give guys any pass but guys go to their safe place which is with other guys and they can only say it to each other and then it becomes hypersexualized. So instead of saying, I like that girl's pants and say, if I were in high school, I can go back to the high school locker room and be like, hey, did you see so-and-so in the pants? And I just think that's what makes it hard for guys like Abe said, I think it's hard for guys to be a source of positivity for women. I think that's why it's so much more important for women to be a source of positivity for women. Absolutely. And I and I mean I, I think we could talk about this topic forever, but I think that it really again comes down to trust and comes down to a relationship because when Ann talks about Lee, if Lee were to come up to me and tell me that I was looking like really fit or toned or something, I would take that as a straight up compliment because I trust Lee. He's like my friend and mm-hmm. that would feel very good. But if some guy at Planet Fitness that I don't know walked up to me, and was like, oh, damn girl, like you, whatever. Like I. That's how Lee <laughs> says it. I've heard him say that to at least a couple dozen women at the gym. No, it, it like. <laughs> I would say tread lightly. And if you have a good relationship with someone, like I, I think that you can be careful with your words and still be encouraging. Cause I think women need to be encouraged by men. So I wouldn't want them to completely shut down. Well, I was going back to your locker room comment of that it's hard for guys that you say because they're, they're not allowed to say that. So they have to go back I to the I think it's hard room. for guys. I, I, I am not on that soapbox. I am not the one decreeing that well, it is I hard for guys. I would I not, not come on this podcast and say that. No, I'm not saying that, but because they can't say it, 
that they have to go back to the locker room and I and talk like, ooh, look at her in that paint. I, I hope oh, that's not. Well, no. Yeah. So we definitely don't have to. We could just shut our mouths and not say anything. I think, and I think for the most part, I majority think, do. Yeah. I, mean, I think that is what happens, but I know it's been tough sometimes where I, I struggle with a compliment I want to give to a female. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how this person is going to take it. I don't know how everybody else around is going to take it. And so I kind of just feel helpless. I feel like the, like the wind's been taken out of my sails. I want to try to empower somebody, but certain scenarios I, you know, and that's, and that's okay. There's there's a lot of other privileges that I do have, and if that's you know, that's that's one thing I have to give up and let women take the charge on. Uh, I think that's fine. Again, that's not my call. It's not like I'm the hero to lay down. I think it's just the reality of it. Yeah, I think it's a good call. Yeah, I, yeah. It's not like if I think that somebody has nice pants on, like I have to get it out of me. Like oh, this is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna burn a hole in me. I don't just yell it from the highest mountain. No, I could just not say so. Or maybe no. Oh. I, and it's I mean, like it, it's so different. I hate. I mean, I can't. I'm terrible getting hot. Like I don't like compliment. I'm very. I get embarrassed. Terrible at it. And I yeah, you're terrible. I like to it. give them. I don't like to receive them. Yeah. Correct. Same. Yeah. I've had to tell you a million times. Just say thank you when somebody gives you a compliment. <laughs> you're like, oh, I got them from. I got it from TJ Maxx. They were on sale on the discount rack. <laughs> and just say thank you. Well, let's move I on. love to say no, 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 and then say, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think I think we really unpacked that one pretty well. Um, moving forward a little bit, what misconceptions would you say are out there about women working out in general? That they don't go hard, that they just sit around and chit-chat and talk about what their outfits are and <laughs> they only want you know they're only it for their looks kind of thing i've also heard the stereotype of women lacking intensity or women feeling that they shouldn't be as intense because they don't want to draw attention to themselves they don't want to be like one of the guys i've heard that side of intensity as well sure because as soon as you do, you get those, you're a beast, you're the man. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's better, maybe if I were a woman, maybe better to dial back 10 or 20% and right. lose 10 or 20% of my workout, but at least I don't have to deal with the man. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Abe? So I, I think that there's been a big misconception in, in terms of like being bulky. And I mean, just like both from like men having opinions about women getting bulky, I've heard lots I've had personal experiences of lots of men talking about how bulky women are less attractive or more manly or more masculine looking. And I've also had, I've also had a lot of friends or a lot of women be like, I don't want to be bulky, probably because they don't want to be, you know, put in that category of less attractive or whatever that might mean. But I think it's a misconception because I think it's, it's not really easy to become bulky and working out doesn't automatically make you bulky. Certain, certain workouts or ways of fitness don't just automatically throw bulky muscles on you. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of special circumstances to make that happen. So I kind of wish that was thought about differently. Agreed. Yeah, it's it's something that I still hear at least weekly, and a lot of the times from new women that are coming in. And I've been there next to Ann when a guy has said it about his wife coming in, like, "Oh no, I don't want her to get too bulky. Right? Maybe her doesn't get too bulky because she's gonna, I don't know, take my spot in the top of the pecking order if she gets too bulky. Like it's she's gonna pick me up. Yeah, I'm gonna finally throw my ass out the house if she gets too bulky. And a it doesn't, I mean, just from a, from an anecdotal standpoint, I know nobody else can see me, but I'm somebody who's been doing CrossFit for 10 years as a man. 
I don't think in the top 50 words that somebody would use to describe my physique, bulky would show up. <laughs> Maybe top 100. <laughs> and that's just narrowing it down to physique. So speaking as a man who, quote unquote, has the testosterone to do those things, it just doesn't happen that way. Plus our training isn't really that conducive to it. So if any woman is out there trying to think about do CrossFit, but I'm afraid to get doing bulky, I would just say it's another BS excuse that guys or even just other women have put out there to try to keep women from using their bodies in non-sexual ways. I think that's a lot of what it comes down to. And even following CrossFit as a sport too is I would say well over 50% of the time, whenever we talk about CrossFit games, women, it always, almost always turns into some kind of sexual debate of, do you think she's hot? Would you, wouldn't you? Do you want a body like that? And when I talk about- all about their bodies and what like they physically look like, not what they can physically do. Yeah, I've never, I've never talked about Tom Brady that way. I don't think I've ever seen him with a shirt off outside the combine. The majority of most other male athletes, that is not what the conversation turns into. Now it does sometimes, but rarely- I would say less than 10%, but with women, especially CrossFit women, it also is kind of conducive to that because they don't wear as much, Right. but it, but it, it almost always turns into, oh, do you think she's hot? Like I was talking about her ability to do gymnastics. I think that was awesome, but yeah. Right. Maybe. Mm -hmm, For sure. I think another misconception or another kind of like unknown is for women is like working out like during your time of the month or when you're pregnant. I think that there's a lot of questions around if that's appropriate or kind of like what, what you do in those situations. Um, I know, I know as coaches, we've experienced questions like that. Like I'm, I know, Anne, just a few months back, like we had someone saying, I'm trying to get pregnant. Should I be working out? Or, you know, I'm, it's my time of the month. Is it okay for me to come in while I'm experiencing cramping and things like that? And I think it's a big misconception. I think that as women, we should listen to our bodies. Everyone's different. We should do what feels good for us. But I think that, I think that ultimately, if fitness is a part of your life, those things generally shouldn't stop you from being able to move your body and stay, you know, engaged in the gym. What do you think? What were you going to say, Charles? I do not have an opinion in this area. No. Oh, is that why you were raising your hand? <laughs> yeah, I was going to make the joke of I'll speak up on this one. I'll, I'll answer for everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm out. Tell me about your last uh, time of the month or pregnancy. Oh God, could I? Uh, <laughs> I mean, no. this week's or last week's? Is there Stop it. <laughs> um, no, I agree. We have a lot of members that have come up and asked, you know, can I work out? Same with what you said about the pregnancy. And yeah, you have to listen to your body. I have never once not worked out because of being on my period or I have not worked out being pregnant because I just didn't want to. But that really is a little bit different as opposed to being on your period because it's just a lifelong thing that you're going to have to deal with. Yeah, you can do it. Is it comfortable all the time? No, but you can get through it. And like you said, you just have to listen to your body. I worry too that a lot of the people that are pregnant, I mean, I've seen, I've never gotten any of these like when I was pregnant, but I've seen on a lot of Instagram people I follow when they're pregnant. And you just, I like to read some of the comments sometimes. And it's always like, it's women too. And men like, oh, you shouldn't lift that. You're pregnant. Like, yeah. and I always wonder like, who's telling these people like, you can't do this. 
Right. There's like a blanket theory or a blanket idea that women shouldn't move when they're pregnant or they shouldn't move when they're having a period. And while that might be true for someone who has specific circumstances, I think for the general public, it, that's not. And listening to your body and making modifications in those situations as needed is what's better or best. Sometimes just that movement can help you feel yeah, a but, lot better. For sure. All right, well, let's dig into CrossFit specifically since that's our wheelhouse. What is it? What's it like for women to work out in a CrossFit gym? Charlie? It's the best. (laughs) (laughs) I've been been so quiet for so long. I was. My face was turning purple. Finally. Uh, oh God, here we go again. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's awesome. It's the I think the only time or training program that I've ever experienced where I could truly work out next to somebody of the opposite gender and they're not feeling any feeling of it being different. I mean, I've worked out next to both you guys and I don't feel like there's a woman working out next to me. You guys are just training partners. And I think on a broad scale, I think it allows people of all different walks and lives, whether you're both men or both women. But for this purposes, I think it's great that we can have a healthy atmosphere that allows men and women to work out together and achieve similar goals of increased fitness. Yeah, I agree. Very empowering. I, for me, if you compare it to the the gyms that I've been a part of, to walking, if you were, if you took me that I didn't know anything and I walked into, say, a lifetime or something of that, I did air quotes there, of something that, of that nature. (laughs) And then a CrossFit gym. I mean, what a world of difference I would view like both of these and just it's so empowering seeing all these women that they enjoy lifting these barbells which is probably for most of them something they've never done before or thought they could do I mean I so and Charlie knows and April knows all these people come in and they I people that come in for the first time they look around like I I'm gonna be doing that like what yeah and it's just it's brings men and women more on equal levels. Like Charlie said, they do the same workouts. You can go head to head. And it's the one sport where I've noticed that guys are just as interested in the women's CrossFit professionally as the men's. And as you know, opposed to other sports like soccer or basketball, where, I mean, you just don't get that following as you do from men as you do in the CrossFit community. For sure. By you, April. Same thing. I have nothing to add. I just think it's really special to remove that barrier of like, this is where women should be in these cardio machines or these fitness classes. This is where men should be on the, in the weight room and bring it all together where we can all just be together. I think that aside from removing just the barrier of those stereotypes, you remove a lot of other barriers by just bringing people together. Um, yeah. So I love it. And like, like we were, when we had the shower for Brittany at the gym and we all decided to do a workout afterwards and it was just really cool seeing all these women with their barbells lifting together and when I see open gyms when the there's a group of women together and they're working on stuff and I'm like wow that's awesome like it's just really cool to see for sure how how brings these women together and I know it must empower them if it empowers me then people keep coming back to do it and it's just awesome yeah yeah same and do you have any other personal experiences in our gym as like a female athlete? I've had pretty good experiences. I will, in my earlier CrossFit career, someone did say something to me once and it, it was, I'd say a sexual remark. And I remember not knowing what to say. I don't even remember what I said. 
and I remember talking to Charlie about it and tell, told him what happened. And we both kind of were like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't want to hurt his, it was like, almost like it was my fault. Like, I don't want to no. hurt his feelings. I don't know if we should bring it up kind of thing. So I don't know. Yeah. If that I, happened to me now, I think it would be a different outcome. Yeah. I think I know that. <laughs> I got another comment you're talking about. I hope there's not multiples that I could possibly be picking from, but yeah, I think no, another one. I know. I'm pretty sure you know. Yeah, I think another one you're talking about. I remember, God, I, I didn't realize the, the topic of this podcast was, was make Charlie feel bad about his interactions <laughs> with women for an hour. <laughs> but, Listen, you live and you learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I wish this was longer ago than what it was. Yeah, kind of like, and I was. I allowed myself to be in that tough spot of, I'm not sure if it was a compliment. I don't know what their friendship is like. I don't, I think I also have hid behind the veil of, I'm going to let Anne empower herself and deal with this herself when I admittedly, that's a bullshit response from uh, anybody of power. I think it's a, it's a weak response. I think it's just somebody who is too afraid of confrontation or too cowardly to approach somebody. If I could do it again, I would almost immediately confront that person, not in a combative type way. I think, you know, and I, I would want to see that person's face because I, I've learned through texts and emails, you cannot get inflection. You cannot get sarcasm. You're, there's just too much left to discrepancy. But when I can see somebody's face and vice versa, you can either understand the seriousness of something or understand that, oh, okay, this is, this is not okay. And kind of go from there. I don't, I don't know if there would have been, because I know the person and I don't think the person is a bad person, but it doesn't, that's not the point, is it still hurts somebody. And it hurts me that I allowed somebody that I care for to get hurt on my watch and public apology. I'm sorry, Em. And now you can play this over and over and over again for all time. This is, this is the one you get. I'm just going to refer you back to this podcast. Okay. okay. <laughs> what were you going to say? Sorry. I, I was just going to say, like, I think, like, just to echo back, like, I think that Charlie, like Charlie said, good, good people can still make mistakes and kind of bringing it to their attention is kind of the only way to correct things. Um, in the future. So just kind of gauging their intent, seeing if, you know, they realized what they said and what the impact was of what they said, because I know, and I'm pretty sure this situation is something that like impacted you for a while. And a good person wouldn't have wanted to leave that kind of impression on someone. So I think, oh, yeah. So I think that just making, making sure that people know, you know, the things they say, what, what they can do and it kind of prevents them from doing the same thing in the future or being more careful with future you know conversations agree and i same thing with charlie like, i don't i never blame charlie for not saying anything at all and i going back if i was me now i i think i would stand up for myself now right. but you know grow into that as well and learn and and learn that it's not you don't have to take that I don't have to just sit there and let someone say something to me I can I can stand up and still be their friend because yeah that person I liked that person they were a nice person so it wasn't like I never talked to them again after this I still had a friendly relationship with them right. but yeah I always remembered <laughs> I always right. remembered that so 
kind of transitioning as coaches in our role, what can we do if someone is in an uncomfortable situation or is uncomfortable while working out Charlie? So if it's something to keep bashing me over the head with this point, if I now were to see something like that or hear of something like that, that would happen to somebody that, that if somebody said or did something to affect somebody, especially a woman in this case, to definitely speak up, not in a combative or confrontational in front of a bunch of people way, but I'd try to get the story on things and inform because I think dudes especially can be naive to things that they do or say. If it's a situation to where it's a woman maybe trying to empower herself. So when you guys are talking about love seeing women come in for the first time and they get all nervous and how oh, I'm gonna be doing the same thing as all these people or all these I'm gonna live next to the guys and doing all this. And that person comes in like my favorite, my one favorite thing that I get to see out of the process classes is when the brand new woman who's never lifted before, it's not been a part of her dialogue for however long she's been alive. And we have a deadlift day and she goes over hundred pounds for the first time. Like that is, that is the coolest thing to me. And the way that I have to approach it. And I think maybe this is the reason I'm sitting in this podcast. I think it's just maybe a little bit more unique to me than it is to you guys. I see it as if I'm a new to training woman, female, and I see a, a guy who's always been in fitness telling me to lift more, ain't no way in hell I'm going to listen to that guy. Of course he's going to say that. He probably says that to everybody, I would say. So I kind of feel like I have to do this inception type route where I have to kind of get them to get to that answer on their own. And I'll, through, through positive reinforcement, I'll maybe say something like, and maybe people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, he said that to me, he inceptioned me. But you know, <laughs> say something like, hey, that, hey, that weight that weight is really moving. That was awesome. I mean, if you got some other weights around, if you're feeling good, if you feel like it's not too much, go ahead and throw something on. If you feel like that's good for the day, then do that. And sometimes they don't take the bait. And sometimes... They do, and it's it's awesome to watch somebody empower themselves. Because I think I think especially from my point of view as a guy who's been doing this forever, and a female who's maybe never done this, I can't tell them what to do. And even if they do that, they have no ownership. I need them to have ownership over their own empowerment, and hopefully, it sticks around for a lifetime after that. Ah, we've really really hammering on this word lifetime. If you were listening to this for a second time, take a drink every time we said the word lifetime, 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 lifetime. But I want them to have it for uh, as long as they live. Okay, lifetime. Yeah. Awesome. Anything to add, Anne? Yeah. I think like Charlie said, I think I want people to know like they can trust us. And if they, if something is bothering them, we will find a way and we will deal with it and we have your back. And sometimes I'm a very sarcastic out there person that if someone says something I shoot right back at them and sometimes I have to like take that approach of okay but really <laughs> what you said isn't good and kind of serious it down a little because I can be sometimes I go to that sarcastic place to confront things but yeah if that like Charlie said if that anyone feels uncomfortable know that we have them. And then as far as lifting, like I love the same thing. And I take a more, I think I can say more stuff than Charlie can to women as well and be more blunt. Like, and I do. And sometimes like with him, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but I just love that feeling of when they know they can lift it or they don't know they can lift it and they can lift it. So it's really yeah, absolutely. Cool. Hey, how and about I, you? Yeah. <laughs> how about you? What, is what you want? What you got? What you ready to speak, girl? 
I, I agree 100% with both of you. I think that it's our job to just create a safe environment for women and men to push themselves, to grow, to make themselves better, and to remove any barriers, you know, negative stereotypes or negative comments and those things. That's our job as kind of the coaches and the leaders in our gym to, to make it, you know, a place where, pe- where people can flourish. So I love yeah. it. So to kind of reverberate what everybody's said so far, and I think why it is important and why I love having you guys around other than just being awesome people, you guys can do and say different things than I can say or do, even if I want to. I think you guys are an incredibly powerful source of empowerment and motivation for all the women in our gym and now on a podcast too. I think you guys are getting out to more people and this is, this is what makes me more excited. Yeah. All, all 15 people that are listening to this, but this is what makes me really excited that people will get to hear and see you guys. And you are, this is important. I mean, just one specific example. I think one of the smartest things I've ever done besides hiring the two of you was when I brought Anne in, we were training the, uh, on the softball girls. And I, I, did I do the first class by myself? You remember? I think so. Yeah. I did the first class by myself and I was like, what the hell would anybody, what would any 14 through 17 year old girl listen to me? Like I barely listen to me and I, and I am me. I barely listen to you. What? Same. Huh? <laughs> I said, I barely listen to you and you're my boss. No, I, yeah, I, I heard it. I was trying to make a joke, but you didn't hear it. What? <laughs> <laughs> What I was trying to say, one of the smartest things I think I've ever done was I brought Ann on and to watch those girls respond to her was awesome. I got to be the guy who, I don't, I don't know if I, I even got credit as the, but like she was the one that the girls would respond to. I, I remember there was the one day where you came in at the end and you said we were getting into that stereotype of the girls didn't want to be strong. It was the, just the barbell. I think we were doing back squat, and nobody would go above uh, barbell in tens. I think everybody was squatting thirty-five pounds and nothing more than that. And yeah. and you kind of came in and smacked them around and said, "Hey, like you don't have to try to be weak here. This the point of this thing is to be strong." And, and I had said that, and I could see their faces versus when you said it, and it. It was it landed completely different, and at the end of the nine weeks or whatever we had with them to watch those girls, I think everybody at least doubled their back squat in that time. We had some girls hitting well over 150 pounds, if I remember. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To, to have girls go from so that's not I'm not trying to give that much credit to our training program or even our coaching, but it's just to get to get girls excited about what they can do with their bodies and getting fit. I think some of it can come from me, but that's, that's why I love the idea of, of this podcast and this topic is because I think it's important for you guys to inspire people. I love examples like that of girls getting that empowerment at such a young age, because like Ann and I kind of touched on, we didn't really come around to that until like our adult lives. But to think like how much potential a woman could have if she feels strong and empowered from the age of 14 or 15. Like, that's what I hope my daughter feels. Yeah, it's awesome. Sweet. All right, as we wrap this topic up, I just want to ask you both what takeaways you want to leave for both women and men. What do we want to leave people? I don't want men to be afraid of women and be afraid of what they say and not be able to talk to them. But I want them just to to respect them and know, like, 
you can still have a great relationship with them. You can still joke around with them. You just gotta know, don't be a dumbass and just, you don't have to tippy toe around us, but, but know what you're saying and respect, I guess is the big one. And then for women, I mean, love your body, love yourself, own it. You are strong and powerful and it's amazing what your body can do and don't, I think the early 20s was how do I look and now I'm at the point of what can I do and I really hope people I mean everybody's gonna always have that how do I look but I really hope people take away of I have this amazing body and CrossFit shows you kind of what you can do Mm -hmm. yes Charlie takeaways I think I just got done saying that I can't tell women anything better than what you guys can I, I would say maybe listen to the takeaways from the guys I want guys to understand, and this is, it's taken me this long to just start to start to kind of figure this out. But guys, from a guy perspective, we've, we've always been allowed at this table. This, this has always been ours to have fitness and working out is there's, it's easy for us to get into and there's a bunch of us doing it. We're supposed to be here. And women, especially growing up, the little girls, their barrier for entry or the emotional cost of even entering the door for the first time is so much higher than ours is. And we don't realize it because those aren't our experiences. Kind of like what we talked about at the beginning when you guys were finishing each other's sentences. And I'm like, I've never, I, I've never had that thought because I've never had those experiences. If we as guys just need to understand that it's a lot tougher to be any woman in any fitness area than it is to be any guy anywhere. And then we just, we just have to be, we have to be careful because if we screw this up by saying something accidentally wrong even even though our intent may not be bad we could potentially be screwing up somebody's life that's real i like it thanks for the truth what about you what about you my friend i know you know i don't think i can say anything that's a better takeaway than what you guys said oh. i'm what i stand with you 100 Checks in the mail, yeah. <laughs> but that's all I have. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts. Uh, anytime. Thanks. What's your that. What's your sign off? What's your uh, signature sign off? Anne's was so good last time. <laughs> I don't remember it. I thought you were gonna go with uh, my. Oh, Nobody will ever forget Anne's bird's eye view. Oh. Oh well. You I say said it, that I say, I say it all the time. I say it every time I leave the house. Oh. How about, how about, let's not use my last name. I was going to say, <laughs> always sounds racist. Let's not. I don't know. That's all white with me. <laughs> <laughs> so think about trying to make a wedding hashtag with the last name white with an interracial couple. So just don't try. It was too hard. I- we just went with first names because it was uh-huh. too hard. <laughs> oh, what, oh, what, oh, what. Right. Ta-ta for now. <laughs> all right. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Talking Functional Fitness. As always, you can support us by following or liking CrossFit Frostbite on Facebook, on Instagram. We also have a channel on YouTube where you can find a lot of other good content. You can follow our podcast, Talking Functional Fitness, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, or anywhere else that you would find podcasts. Have a wonderful day. Stay frosty.